The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. So the question really is, how into Saw are you? Oh, yeah. So no. I, I, I guess I'll go first because I'm probably the least out of everybody in terms of what, what, I, what I've seen, maybe. No, um, I think all I, of us are, have not about seen the, about, really maybe many about the same. I've seen Saw <laughs> 4 or at the very least the beginning of Saw 4, but I feel like I remember yeah, What the happens in the beginning of Saw 4? The beginning of Saw yeah. 4, it's the one where the guy, I think he's like a pedophile or something, but he is oh, like strapped. Yeah. He's like strapped to a bunch of things and he has to, he has to uh, chop out his eyes with like, there's a device. Oh, yeah. and he just presses the, the device. He'll chop out his eyes or his arms are going to be like just ripped arms and legs are going to be ripped off his body. So, so uh, uh, yeah, that's how it starts. And I feel like it ends. Ooh. I don't fully remember the end, the, the ending, but I just have an image of like somebody up on a thing and they're in like a big warehouse, like sort of the way this one ends. <laughs> this one, this one reminded me a lot of soft of saw four, but I imagine they all sort of remind you of the other ones. But particularly the way the start and ending, the start and ending like setups and, and how hmm. they, they go about like felt very similar to me. I have no idea because I've only seen the first Saw, okay. <laughs> which which is great. Danny Glover is in that. I, we actually, no, I guess we can't. No, I feel that. like that's one that we could do. I feel like people. We could make, he's not like, he's not necessarily the main character, but he well, is the, the detective. One. The yeah, first the one, first yeah, one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the detective, but that's like, but there are two people in the in the room, and it's mo- it's like a it's like a it's a movie that takes place mostly in one room, you know. Um, and there's some other stuff happening, but it's not. Oh, really? I, I haven't the, seen. I have not seen the first. Yeah, because it's the first one is more of a psychological thriller, and there's like that there. The mechanic, uh, the mechanics of do something horrible to your body to save your life is the main thing. That's why it's called yeah. saw. You know, you have like the person has to saw their arm off to get out of the trap. Um, yeah, yeah. And, and is it that but, way every time? Like every time, the way to get out is to saw your arm off, or or no? No, it was. It's just a legendary That's what I'm part saying. of the it's first not part. It's not this elaborate. Yeah, in the it's in the first, but in the where, first one, yeah, yeah, okay. It, it's not this thing where there's like multiple traps. <laughs> yeah, okay. exactly. And no, but no, but you're right because like the first one, I think there's only like two real traps that Danny Glover discovers. But like after that, it just became like, how do we be really grotesque really fast? Like the first one, um, I think is the fourth or fifth most highest grossing like horror film because it was only like a million dollars to make but made like a hundred or something million uh i remember seeing it in the theaters you lose and that that motherfucker wakes up at the end baby that motherfucker just that body just sit up 
and just a little stumble out. Woo! That shit was crazy. Wow. Huge spoiler. It's been out for <laughs> 20 out years. Spoiling movies. That movie is over I, I 20 know, years but, old. You know. You said they had to saw his saying, arm man. off. You, you said he had to saw his arm off. You started. Uh, well, I know, but the movie's called the movie's called Saw. You know, it's and it has like a that picture in the. In the they didn't poster, know he had to saw his arm off. I don't know you. I don't know. Well, so I feel I'm like you're problem? taking us down spiral. Book of Saw. Yeah, man. <laughs> you know what? You know what? I want credit for that. I want John would never have gotten that title in. If I didn't say what? the ending, that's but mine. He also, that's mine. Okay, I just can I if you if you mind if if, if I may, I just feel like you could have said what? it. Just feels like you're taking us on a spiral from the Book of Saw. Do you know what I mean? You said <laughs> you just said spiral Book of Saw. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, I don't spiral. know what you're talking about. I I'm not trying to do anything. I was explicitly talking about what Gerard was doing because he. Start bringing up spoilers that it didn't say spoiler that nobody asked for. And he's trying to tell me that I was spoiling, but I wasn't. He was specifically taking us down a spiral from the Book of Saw. <laughs> what is the title makes me so mad. The title that is, half of mine. is ridiculous. All right. I'm claiming oh, that. that's the title for this movie that we're reviewing? Yeah, Stop you this. know damn Whoa. well it's the title. <laughs> Stop acting hey. like... <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know. I'm sorry. I wasn't trying to take us down a spiral from Book of Saw. How'd you do it again? Let's start the show! <laughs> you know what Jonathan Raylock. James the Third. Drop Billy Welcome to Black Men Can't Jump in Hollywood. Hollywood City! Hello, Detective Banks. When was the last time I don't you like saw this. your father? I don't like this. I don't like Do, it. In doing the... Okay, hold up. In doing the voice... <laughs> and I know, you know, he's dressed like a pig it's a little a bit. There's a little bit of Muppets. There's a little Muppets in it. It's like yeah, almost a Muppet. There was there was one it's joke that's that the original Saw voice, right? No, it was more sinister than that. Do you want? It's more like, do you want to play a game? Yeah, and it was that creepy little puppet with the with the Jerry curl. First of all, why they put that I little puppet on a bike? Yeah. <laughs> that little nigga, that little nigga had a bike. I was like, why this puppet got a bike? I would be scared of this puppet <laughs> when he riding around on a bike. Get your lower ass out of here. Do you oh, want man. to play a game? Is that Kermit? Um, Detective oh, for those of you... <laughs> for those of you listening for the first time, this elegant, masterful Ugh. voice that you're listening to right now that feels like it should be the commander of a vessel. What? It's Jonathan Braylock. That was probably... I feel disgusted. I feel dirty just listening to that. This nigga said should be the captain of a vessel. I just vessel. want them to know who who's who. You want to be in a submarine? You trying to be in a submarine? That is your picture of voices. Oh, God. Uh, 
It could be a submarine. It's my time, Bray. <laughs> Stop it. All right, this voice is... No, I'm not even saying what my voice is. I'm Gerard Milligan. And this voice Fox. is James <sighs> the Third. Oh. Why are we doing this? Nope. This voice. Are you sure? Yeah. So why are you talking so... This voice right here. That's the voice they're going to be hearing for the rest of the episode? The whole episode. Oh, okay. Not going to change at all. No, you're not. He's going to give up on that voice in two seconds. (laughs) We'll see about that, won't we? (laughs) Okay, awesome. Uh, For those of you who are listening for the first time, this is a film review podcast. We review the films of leading black actors. We talk about them in the context of race and diversity in Hollywood. Yes. And today we are reviewing Spiral. This from the Book of Saw. Uh, this is the ninth film in the Saw series. Uh, the last one came out in 2017, I believe. Yeah, Jigsaw came out in 2017. Same writers. Wait, so Jigsaw already four. Wait, so Saw already had uh, a spinoff, and now it's another spinoff. Yeah, well, they it already had a, a copycat, which may not have necessarily been a spinoff, you know. Like it, it they were just like, "Hey, look, we got one more in us," you know. Oh, Chris Rock wanted to do this. They've done this with a few horror films, where, uh, like the latest one they did it with is Paranormal Activity, where the horror film becomes popular, and then they go, "Great sequel," every year. Literally every single year. Yeah. <laughs> Saw Saw came out in 2004, and then Saw 2 came out in 2005, Saw 3 came out in 2006, 2007, Saw 4, 2008, Saw 5, 2009, Saw 6. So six years in a row, a Saw movie came out. Oh, no, sorry, seven. Saw 3D came out in 2010. Oh, Damn, what? And then <laughs> Saw 3D was called the final chapter. So they had six Saws in a row. Uh, seven saws in a row, um, uh, with Saw 3D being labeled the final chapter. Then in 2017, seven years later, they came out with Jigsaw. Um, and uh, now we have Spiral. Now, why is um, it Jigsaw from the Book of Saw also? You know what I mean? Well, what the, f- what the hell is the Book of Saw? Yeah, because there was a book. A, no, because no, no, if you no, go back, because no, you got to go back and look at the book. Yeah, yeah, it was a book. You got to go back and look at it because in the clues, because he always wrote in a book. He had a journal. He had a journal, bro. Yeah, yeah, he had when, a journal. He didn't have a journal in the in the original. No, 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 no. no. He had it. You got to go back. If you just go back and look at it, pa- pause the tape. Pause the tape. There's a journal, and then and then it, and when you look at it, it says the it's called the Book of Saw. You know. Got it. Well, yes, Jigsaw, the movie Jigsaw. The, the guy died in Saw Six, I believe. Uh, uh, sorry, he was Saw dying seven, Saw 3D. the whole time. This motherfucker was like supposed to die in the first. <laughs> oh goodness! I think he died in Saw 3D. Oh wait, no, I'm lying. He's dead in this one too. <laughs> I thought he died early. In like then, Saw Four, maybe. Yeah, yeah, something like that. And then there was a copycat or someone that took up the mantle 
the rest of the time. And then maybe there was some reveal that he was still alive. Maybe. I don't know. But I just, because I, I haven't seen them, obviously. But I thought that the thing was that, like, Jigsaw actually died already. And then there was a, and then there was yes, a that's Saw, And Saw 4, he was already dead. Um, okay, so, who cares? Uh, <laughs> there are multiple copycats in this universe. This movie stars Chris Rock. Chris Rock wanted to be in it. He wanted yeah, to. Be he in wanted this. this. Yeah, he pitched he it. Pitched it apparently. Uh, yeah, this was all him. This is all well, him. Well, I mean, it wasn't all him. It was these guys came up with the. It was them working together. Chris Rock was like, "I want to be in Saw. I could do it like this." And they were like, "That sounds good. Maybe we'll do it like that." You know, ba ba da ba da. Anyway, back and forth. That's how they pitch. I don't know if you know. Yeah, because apparently all, they already had the script. Clearly, clearly, Brave. That's what happens. They they already had the script, and it looks like um, he went in and added the comedic touches. Um, yeah, wow, he, it's, he it's I will level. say, we'll talk about it when we get into oh, it, but it is so funny. Co- oh, the comedic touches. <laughs> it's Don't just do so funny that he's Don't doing do he for the first like three scenes that chris rock is in he's doing stand-up <laughs> like he's just his lot his lines of dialogue are all stand-up for like three straight oh, scenes Lord. and then we start to learn about his character uh, literally at one point he says uh, to the new partner right. yeah you can <laughs> give a woman four thousand what do you say four thousand um tuesdays but you missed three sundays i mean uh three saturday nights so like bruh this nigga is doing divorce bits this whole <laughs> but that is his stand-up that that just that is, is his yeah, stand. like he talked about how he you know when he was doing stand-up he wasn't free on a saturday night for for you know for i don't know a decade i don't remember how long it was i'll start i'll start i really liked this movie i thought this movie was great um i hate oh. uh Sorry, I forgot to say I forgot to say that it made forty million dollars at the box office. Damn, oh, that's no money? money, right? Or no? Is that okay? Yeah, but it came out in it came, it came out, out in uh, COVID. It came out pandemic time. So I actually yeah. think I think oh. forty million. I think it did forty million on a budget of twenty million is yeah, is that's decent for for you know pandemic release because it was yeah, May. Yeah. It came out in yeah. May, and I didn't get my vaccine until the end of May. You know what I mean? Oh, it I came out in May of this year? No. Yeah, May yeah, of this yeah, year, yeah. May 14th. This is one of the first oh, movies wow. back. This okay, I thought probably... we were doing this, like, really late for some reason. No, no, no. But go ahead, James. Sorry. Okay, cool. No, I mean, we didn't do it when it came out in theaters, but... You know. Right. No, I just thought... Yeah. I don't know why I thought... Yeah. Okay, well... It was supposed I, to come out last year, but... I really liked this movie. I thought it was really well done. Um, I thought it was really well written. I have a couple, like, a couple issues... Uh, things that we'll, we can talk about it, I guess, when we when we get into it, like things that I thought that either like it was like oh this didn't seem to make sense or that like they it seemed like they were setting up something that they could have uh, that they could have delivered on a little bit harder. Um, I do feel like like we were talking about this off off Mike. I do feel like you can kind of call who the copycat is c- kind of early. Like it f- it feels a little, I, and I don't know if. I don't know why it feels a little obvious, but it but it did feel a little um it did feel a little obvious to me. Um but I don't know. I thought it was really well written. I thought the characters were really rich. Um the mystery was fun. Um the deaths are all insane and like the traps are impossible. There was no there they're like <laughs> there was no getting out of these <laughs> traps for these people. Like I I don't know. My memory of of saw 
of soft boy. That's again the death that I described at the beginning is the only one that I remember. But like, yeah, had that guy chopped out his eyes, he would have got out of that trap. Like the trap would have stopped. But he was just too—he was just too slow. Kind of like the guy with the t- the tongue at the beginning of this. Like if he would have just jumped, I don't know how long you know he would have survived bleeding out in that way, and like when he would have gotten medical attention or or whatever, you know. But like it's like, yeah, man, if you just jump off of this thing. You might have a chance. <laughs> you might have a chance. But all of the other ones were like, there was no getting out of this. Like, they're done for. Like, <laughs> you know, so like that was like, but they kind of explain it at the end. Like the 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 new jigsaw is like, yeah, like I want these. I want them dead. I want them all dead. Like, that's what I'm doing this for. So, you know, I, I don't think there was actually a point of them to be able to actually get out it that's just the torture that's just another element of the of the of the torture i think um i thought chris rock was great i thought he i thought the comedy was funny samuel jackson was really good uh yeah i had a good time except for being extremely uneasy uh in all of the like the torture stuff um this movie has a uh 37% on Rotten Tomatoes. No one cares about Rotten Tomatoes. Let Rotten Tomatoes. Someone I mean, send I it to them. Sometimes. I don't care about what they say. I be caring ever. sometimes. Like, right. never. What, do you, what, you want to go, Gerard? Yeah, sure. Um, I ain't like this movie, man. But the thing is, I don't like torture porn. So, um, like, yeah. honestly, I hesitated. Or, or like most once, movies. No. <laughs> I love movies. Okay. I enjoy them. This podcast has changed how I look at them, which is pissing me off. But, like, I just don't like torture shit. Like, like honestly, the opening with the tongue thing, I was like, I honestly cut it off, came back. And I, I'm going to be real. I fast-forwarded through all the torture scenes. I'm like, I don't care about this. Oh, it's like, yeah. it's not my hair was above my face the whole time. It's like, <laughs> not, I was like, I can't look at this. I don't know. Some of them are, it was so yeah, weird. It was just gross. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I don't need this, man. I will say... This came at the time of like you know Chris Rock's you know Renaissance. Like I think like uh, I watched him in Fargo. I was like, oh my man is killing it. And in this movie, I see what he was trying to do. I just think the way they wrote the script, he definitely supposed to be one of those hardened cops, but he was almost too hard. And then we didn't get enough time of him building with the partner. And so like you know when whatever happens to the partner, you're like. It's not enough yet. Like, they had, like, one smile that they shared. And I was like, that's not enough. Uh, but I didn't... It's not that it's bad. I just don't think I would have ever liked it because I just don't, like, t- scare me, but don't just gross me out. Like, that's not... It's not scary. Like, the Duke had no blood, but that shit was wild. You know what I mean? Like, you could... It follows crazy. So, like, I just don't need you to gross me the fuck out for no reason. Um, like, all the saws and the hostels. I was like, why, why are we doing this? Anyway... Uh, yeah, that's what I thought. I thought it was fine. I thought Chris Rock's performance was great. I thought the woman from, um, uh, what is her name, from uh, Vegas Vacation? I used to have a huge crush on this woman. And instantly when she popped up as like, what was she, the chief? I was like, Vegas Vacation. She was the daughter. Um, and she was also on 24, which was also a great, great show. So I loved her. And then Sam Jackson, you know. Oh. Damn, she was the daughter was in Vegas Vacation? <laughs> She was the daughter in Vegas Vacation. She was. I used to be in love with that girl, man. Wow. Um, and in 24, she was like one of the... Well, one yeah, of the, she's uh, definitely beautiful. <laughs> love. Fell in love. Got it. Um, but yeah. So yeah, I mean, for me, 
it's interesting, you know. I, I think this movie is worth talking about because uh, they like kind of try to do something, which they don't. I'm I'm assuming they didn't really do in any of the other Saw movies outside of the first one, because again, the first one was more about the the kind of psychological thriller of it, as well as there was a kind of like surprise. Not really. It wasn't really a twists or anything but there's just a surprise at the end that happens that you're like whoa you know um but this movie didn't have a surprise i think like the reason that we all could kind of tell what was coming is because there were there, there was like two options yeah <laughs> yeah yeah it was like yeah. there are two options if we know who the killer is there are two options for the killer it's either this guy or that guy and you know and then the movie kept the movie was like we want you to think it's this guy. And then it's like, okay, right. great. So then it's the other It's guy. definitely this so other it's obviously, guy. It's definitely this other guy because you want it to be a twist. Yeah, you know, I completely agree. Like the gross out. I never liked any of those torture porn movies. I never I never watched Saw uh, sequels or Hostel or those sequels. There, there was like a, in the, in the like early, two, the, the 2000s, the aughts, man, like horror movies love to do torture porn. It like became a thing. Yes. Of, like, Let's just show the most gruesome, disgusting deaths we can on film. I remember, like, House of Wax, I watched some of it. And I, it so, like, I couldn't watch, like, this dude was, like, you know, like, embalmed in wax. And so then when the person was trying to take off the wax, they were, like, basically peeling off this person's skin. And I was like, this yeah. is disgusting. Yeah, like, kind of happened in this movie, too. Happened in this movie, um, too? It's, yeah, it's gross, and it makes me want to throw up. Um, that said... It was interesting that this movie came out, that this movie was supposed to come out in 2020. This movie was filmed and ready to be released before. In fact, it actually would have came out pretty much right around the time George Floyd got murdered. Um, oh, wow. It was caught in the summertime? If COVID, it was supposed to come out in the summertime. It was supposed to come out... Wow. Uh, May 2020. Oh, wow. Not during Christmas? So think hmm. about that. Yeah, this is like the reverse of like Let's Be Cops being released at the time that it was released. Because it like came out right around the time there there had been something. I can't even remember because there's been so many, um, you know, un, un, unarmed deaths at the hands of the police. Um but like it's the opposite of that, right? right? Like this is a movie like taking down rogue, corrupt you know, corrupt officers. cops. So you kind of like, and once you get a f- sense that that's what's happened, I mean, you kind of get a sense right right away because the first person who dies, that's what they, the guy says that you've like put a lot of innocent people in jail, and so you're, that's the thing. Weird thing about this movie is that you're kind of like. You're like, I mean, this torture stuff is gross, but I'm not, f- not on the killer side. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I, my thought when it was over was like, my thought when it was over was like, huh, what are these sequels gonna look like? <laughs> you know, like what would? Well, no. See, would, now that's the that's the one thing. It can't. What what sequels? No, it's over. Well, right, right. But like, but they, but they, <laughs> you know, Jigsaw Two is still in the is in the wind. He's you know he's in the wind. Um. You know, I like, like I know, but like they could, they could it is, keep doing no, it. And they, I'm sure they, 
Yeah. I, to me, I think they could. There is something very relevant about a movie just taking down dirty cops. Because to me, at that point, the, the thing I would want at that point is I would, I would really want you to talk about the ways in which corrupt cops have like skated, and then literally, if you have all those torch, like to me, look, man, we know an American, we know how co- the police department was started. Like, I think it can go for a while. It's just whether or not people want to see bad things happen to bad police. Uh, which I think is very interesting. And then the fact that, like, Chris Rock was yeah. supposed to be the hip hop, I'm like, interesting. Um, like, I, it was yeah. interesting. I mean, it almost was too interesting. It almost was because, in this sense, this movie didn't need Saw. <laughs> like, it didn't no, need any of the didn't. Didn't. elements or universe of Saw. <laughs> it didn't. I mean, yeah. I guess it made for... What if this movie wasn't a Saw movie, and then they were like, let's make it Saw to help to, to, to like, sell this, Mass. whatever whatever this is. Yeah, mm. yeah. Because I know, I, I know that it was written by the same people that did Jigsaw and have, and I think have had some, potentially some connection in other horror movies but like you know jigsaw comes out you know a, a like to 10 years after the last saw you know seven or ten seven to eight years seven after years. the last saw movie came out and then and they you know so maybe they're like working on some other kind of movie that like has horror elements that has some of these similar elements of saw or like a hostile or something but it's like not saw and then they're like what if we just make it Saw? you know like to help to kind of help get it some fire behind it. I mean, that does happen. They did that right, with um, which, yeah. Cloverfield. Was it? Uh, was it Cloverfield that Cloverfield? Lane, yeah, yeah they, they've done it. I guess you're right, Bray. There's something to... If it wasn't a part of the Saw franchise, I feel like they may have been able to... To me, that's very interesting about this is seeing a cop, a black cop, dealing with corrupt police. And um, I know, I mean pretty sure people heard like this many cases there was this black woman um who reported like a corrupt cop who was like harassing um black people and she ended up getting fired and then just won a lawsuit so, like this happens so much and i'm like you still could have the killer hunting them down but like really exposing uh what they did so much so would have been interesting as if the public would have found out about the corruption of these police officers to see if the because to, to me there's something interesting about like the public being like, oh, these are the bad cops. Like, the, the police won't deal with this. So it's like, oh, this person's doing it. How does the public feel about this guy or woman taking down the people they can't trust? Like, it's something about that. Like, um, that's interesting. Right. Let me tell you, I thought it would have been really interesting if if uh, Chris Rock turned on his father at the end because he didn't know any of that shit. <laughs> and like, as he was learning it, like, had he just been like, what did he say about his father again? Well, just that his dad was like, he, like we, he knew that his dad was upset about, you know, the fact that he, that he outed his partner, but like uh-huh. his dad and the head and the, the, the head of the department have both been like putting things out of the rug and like changing reports and like covering for all these cops for years and he didn't know that. Like, he didn't know that they were... He didn't know how deep and how dirty they were, you know? He, he um, knew. He knew. So he I thought it was really interesting. I, I thought it would have been a really interesting ending had they done that. I also have a couple thoughts of things that could have changed, too. But 
Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should Payday? The money you earn can be in your hands today with Earnin. Earnin is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day and up to $750 per pay period. Just download the Earnin app and verify your paycheck. Then access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. And look, guys, I know you're like me. Sometimes unexpected instances come up where you need a little extra cash. I know for me, we I got two dogs. Every now and then, one of these dogs eat something that they're not supposed to eat. <laughs> they be pooping, on, uh, you know, doing yeah, something. And I'm I like, we got to take this dog to the vet. And the vet's like, you got to give me my money. And I'm like, goodness gracious. Well, that's why you got something like earning because you can make earning a part of your financial routine. Enjoy earnings over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about earning, I think about financial stability and security. It gives me a lot of peace of mind. Download Earnin today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earnin app, type in Jump Under Podcast when you sign up. It'll really help the show. Jump Under Podcast, subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max. See Earnin.com slash T-O-S for details. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust member FDIC. This episode is brought to you by the new Disney Plus original series, American Born Chinese. Based on the graphic novel by Jean Luen Yang, American Born Chinese tells the story of an average teenager that becomes entangled in a battle with Chinese mythological gods. This star-studded cast includes Academy Award winners Michelle Yeoh and Ki Hoi Kwan, plus Daniel Wu, Jim Liu, and Ben Wang. American Born Chinese, premiering May 24, exclusively on Disney Plus. Priceline presents Go to Your Happy Price. What's up? It's Kaylee Cuoco. When it comes to travel, we all have a happy place. You can see yourself already there. It's beautiful. It might be sunny and sandy for some, neon and urban for others, deserts or rainforests or hiking trails. With Priceline, you can get to your happy place for a happy price with deals you really can't find anywhere else. Like up to 60% off select hotels to Costa Rica or five-star hotels for two-star prices in Cabo. Go to Priceline.com and travel to your happy place for a happy price. All right, see ya. I'm off to Miami. No, actually, wow, look at that. No, I'm going to Hawaii now. Ooh, Cancun looks nice. You know what? Belize looks pretty nice this time of year. Or, mmm, Palm Springs. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hey, this is Tim Heidecker, and I'm glad to be back in Glendale, California, in the studio with my good friends DJ Doug Pound and Vic Berger for another episode of our podcast, Office Hours Live. This week we had a very special guest, his golden messenger, who played a beautiful tune for us. We laughed, we had fun, and you should tune in to Office Hours Live this week, and quite frankly, every week on your podcast app of choice or at youtube.com slash Live. This started with just some guy walking around uh, an amusement park and somebody steals a purse, and he follows this person, uh, and he follows them down a 
you know, sewer. Uh, and then he sees this. He sees somebody. He sees who the anyway. Whatever. He gets he gets captured. They all yeah. get captured by not realizing somebody's behind them, and that person then puts but a bag this, over oh, their head. This and, opening. This these first two were were cool. Like like because oh. the guy, because there's a mannequin down there in the sewer dressed like the dude that he was chasing. Like yeah. it was like it was, it was yeah, so creepy. elaborate and creepy and 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 weird. And then the next one did something similar, and then and then they didn't do any more like that after but i thought that was right. it was like so uh, elaborate and 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 cool you know you're like how did he do all of this <laughs> like how did, he, how did he set all of this up so perfectly um yeah but then the guy wakes up and he's you know his tongue is in a thing oh. and, and he's like hanging tongue is in a trap and he's you know barely like tippy toeing on a a creaky, creaky uh, little I'm a step ladder, uh, and his hands are tied in barbed wire, and Come he has to. On. And then he sees the video, and the video's like, "Hey, you're a corrupt cop. Uh, you lied on the oath, putting innocent people behind bars for many years. So it's either you <laughs> take this leap and rip out your lying tongue that has done so much damage and live, or you're going to get hit by the two train that's coming right now." Listen, I hate, I hate this shit, right? Y'all know I hate this shit, but the whole time I was watching, I was just like, bro, you gotta jump, bro. Bro, you just gotta jump, bro. Hey, hey, fuck your tongue, bro. Jump. <laughs> I just, the whole time, I was like, if this dude don't jump, if this, it, it's just like the eye thing in the beginning. The guy takes so long, I, and granted, it's ripping out his tongue, and granted, it's, 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 you know, poking out your eyes, so like, it's gonna take, it's gonna take way more than two minutes for me to figure out how i'm gonna bring myself to doing this right but it's just like bro you about to get hit by this damn train if you don't jump, if you don't jump up this thing and and he just like the guy with the, with the eyes it's 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 until he realizes oh no this he, train is really both. gonna hit me that and then both happen it's like if you would adjust yeah you get the pain you get the pain right before your death <laughs> y'all gotta wave when y'all done talking about it, because it's just too nasty. I skip by it. I got to just wait. I can't, I, can't, I can't listen to it. I mean, he, and then he just explodes. His body explodes. Explodes on the front of the train. It was incredible. Yeah. It was incredible. Right. I, I hate this shit. It was incredible. <laughs> That's right. so nasty. Um, that is, this movie is disgusting. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> Yeah. They Plastic. zoom in so, on the tongue hanging there. And there's other, you know, just the whole. T- <laughs> they ain't yo, zoom in on yo, the tongue. Yo, <laughs> yo, okay, I'm done. I ain't, no so, right. I ain't even. I ain't even. Literally, once they had to go, every time they went to a crime scene, I barely watched when they were at the crime scene. This shit is disgusting. It is utterly disgusting. Yeah, yeah, gross. Uh, and then after this is when we got the shot of Chris Rock, who was... Oh, no. You watched this on the plane, Bray? Was it... Did they did they censor it? No, they didn't censor squat. And there was a kid next... And <laughs> <kid sitting laughs> the row across from me, and I kept being like, I really hope this kid does not look at my screen. And I was like, I don't know what to do. Like, I... But then there was a time in which they, like... The announcement came on. You know, when the announcement comes on, it pauses the screen... And it paused on like the shot of like a like bloody something. I forgot even what it was, like skin or whatever. And I was just like, "Oh, this is." Gross. 
Dude, this movie is gross. Um, anyway, we meet Chris Rock. Who was just doing stand-up bits for some reason while he's undercover. Yeah, what's so, up stand-up. I'm sorry. They cut to Chris Rock, and he's just out here talking about Forrest Gump. <laughs> he's just doing a stand-up bit about, man, Forrest Gump, he does anything for Jenny, right? You know Forrest Gump and Jenny. There's like, run, Forrest. You know, like, why is he... <laughs> Why is he doing this? She bit? wouldn't do anything for him until she, gave him until she had AIDS. Yeah. <laughs> she gave him AIDS. I was like, what is happening, yo? Um, it was just so funny. I was just like, wow, this dude is doing a bit literally from the 90s. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was like, you wrote this bit in the 90s and you're doing it in 2021. He realized he had never got to do it on stage. And he was like, uh, this is a good time for that. Or it's got I, I thought it was a period piece. Um, to be it was honest. funny. It was a good bit. Um, and then you know we realized. He I was thought undercover. it was too at first, but but it's not a period piece though. No, it's not. I thought it was because of how it's dated it. the Forrest yeah. Gump stuff was. This nigga just tell old jokes. That's just what this is. <laughs> um, yeah, we see him behind this. We see him, and now we get the we get the classic rogue cop. All I was going to say was I just remember people talking about what this movie was and they were saying like, oh, maybe it's it, maybe it's a prequel. Maybe it's an maybe it's an origin mm-hmm. um, uh, type thing, like in the in the in the early days before we knew what the movie was. And so you yeah. t- you saying that you thought it was a period piece. I'm wondering if that was even just residual from people talking about people talking about that when when the when like Probably. the trailer came out or when the when the movie was announced. I didn't know too much. Did you know Bray? Uh, no, I didn't know much at all. I mean, it was just it was clear once the movie got started that it wasn't a period piece because they like very much were like, "Oh my god, is there another copycat Jigsaw <laughs> Killer?" Yeah, <laughs> and you're like, "All right, <laughs> I guess this is coming out after all those movies." So they knew about the killer because uh, he's leaving these spirals, even though the first person. Oh yeah, and it's just also. There's this whole scene with Chris Rock and he's like, he's stealing from drug dealers and then he, and then they like go and then they get caught by these cops and they're like, but then you realize he's a cop and he was like, oh, you blew my cover. And you're like, okay. Um, And then you very quickly (laughs) find out that nobody in the precinct likes him. He doesn't want a partner because he can't trust anybody anymore because he ratted out a dirty cop and everybody hates him because of that. And that Samuel Jackson is his dad and was the police chief before. Yeah. I said this to y'all off, off mic, but I was so mad that the trailer showed Samuel Jackson in a trap and also Chris Rock in a trap. I think in that first video, in that first jigsaw video, they say one man refused to change or one cop refused to change. And, and, and he, will be the he will be tried last or and they will be tried may not have gendered and they will be they'll be tried last and it was just like okay well that's samuel jack like i just like knew that like that's the Uh, one who you know like he 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 must have been corrupt back in the past but but it's only because of the the me having seen this trailer (laughs) i I don't know people got to be better about trailers you can't show chris rock i i was hoping that samuel jackson was the bad guy Oh, you thought he was the bad guy. I was hope I, to me it was like if you're gonna do a twist, I was hoping he was the bad guy because I'm like the original saw it was literally the corpse on the floor the whole time. So I was like, okay, this is that came out of nowhere. So in my mind, I was like, oh, this is gonna be like a really good twist. 
something's going to happen where Samuel Jackson's like, I had to deal with all these corrupt motherfuckers and I hated it. They do this, this, and this. This is my way to finally get back after like decades of being harassed in the system and blah, 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 threatened. They tried to kill my son. I'm killing you motherfuckers. But no, that wasn't what they did. It was the white boy. And I was like, all right, cool. Even though it was even though it was pretty obvious that it was this young detective the whole time for all those reasons that Bray said, I did like I did like the sort of general rendering of like the twist wise of them like going back and being like, I mean, he's basically been telling you this whole time, like <laughs> your dad's the reason I did that. You know, all of the, all of those little things. And then the like kind of like the matching of the of the puppet and the thing. I was like all right, I, that's that's cool, you know. I mean, it's not it's not super impactful because we all sort of we could kind of see a little bit of this this coming, but like the fact that there were just like so there were so many little hints the whole time, <laughs> and like he was just like I was just telling you this the whole time. If you you just wasn't paying enough, you weren't paying enough attention. Um, I thought that was kind of cool. <laughs> I mean, it was yeah, fine. Sure. I was just like I was just like. If you're gonna have a cop revenge story, a dirty cop revenge story, I gotta watch this little white boy get revenge. I was like, man, all right. <laughs> I was like, all right. Right. That that's the part. Well, that's the thing about all of this that makes it more complicated. Was that I actually don't even mind that the killer being white. It's just that we didn't really get to have a lot of the, I think, moral yeah. conflict between like. It's a good thing that these dirty cops are being killed or not being killed, but it's like these dirty cops are being taken down, but they're being brutally murdered. You know what I mean? And it's like, but it's like part of it. It's like, oh, they're getting a taste of their own medicine, you know, Um, but it's like we didn't really get to we didn't get to sit in that as much like the public is not a thing is not involved in this at all. Because they're yeah. like keeping it, keeping it from the public. Yeah, and like there's also this thing of like, oh, cops are being killed. Like that's terrifying. But like because of the nature of the movie and how and like the scope in which they were allowed to film it, it, it never really felt like there never really felt like the massive manhunt that you know there would be if there was somebody killing. Oh my officers. goodness! You know what I mean? I would have been. Yeah. It felt a little bit. Yeah. It just felt a little too easy for this guy to do all the things that he wound up doing. Um, and I didn't really question it, the logic of it much, because I just kind of accepted it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, those elements of it were not really there. And so the movie feels very simple. It feels like they just keep up. They're like, all right, let's just uh, now look, go to the next cop who's going to die. And, like, Let's just come up with uh, another uh, saw-like contraption that's going to hurt these people. It's like they cared more about coming up with the different saw-like contraptions than they did about the actual content of the film and the themes and stuff. And so that's why I'm saying like it's like the saw stuff kind of took away from what's somewhat of an interesting element of like – what if there was a movie in which there was a serial killer who was just killing dirty, corrupt cops? And then, like, what does the public think about that? What does the lead detective who's black, who's chasing this guy, think about that? Yeah. What is the, you know, how, you know, what, you know what I mean? Like, so, we yeah, didn't really man. get that stuff. And the other thing about, the other reason why it was so unbelievable that his, this rookie partner, when we're supposed to think that he's, he died, 
it's so unbelievable because the movie throughout the whole movie they're very clearly setting up that this is some sort of revenge yeah that all these people are connected and they're connected to chris rock personally and so it's like when the when this rookie dies it's like well they didn't even give a reason for why the rookie died other than like to get under his skin but it's like if 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 Chris Rock is the one cop who's not corrupt and all the cops who are being killed are corrupt, then why would this person be torturing Chris Rock specifically? Just yeah. didn't, it didn't add it up, also so. didn't feel it also didn't feel like it also didn't feel like the like choosing to pinpoint Zeke in, during those during the all of the correspondence with Jigsaw 2 during the first couple before the rookie cop dies. It seemed like all that correspondence was was simply because he was the lead detective and but and because, you know, like that he was a detective that stood up uh, uh, against yeah. this. So like him being like, I'm doing this to get under your skin didn't didn't make sense for that reason either, because it almost seemed like he was only talking to the lead detective because it's like, I know you're the lead detective and I also know you're a cop, a, a good cop, you know, Um so that was weird. That was weird, too. I wish they would have done something, just thinking about what Braylock was saying. It is so interesting because Chris Rock is Black, and I feel like they purposely wanted to talk about, like, police in a way. In the later Saw movies, he always had an accomplice. What if, like... Yeah, like, what if... Like, I think James, you said it. Like, what if uh, Chris Rock at the end was helping the dude the whole time and recruited the kid and, like, confessed to his dad, like, you didn't care. Like, you allowed these people to do this for so many years. Like, you're a part of the problem. I became a cop to help people. And you just allowed these corrupt people to, like, shoot and maim and do whatever they wanted. And then, like, him... Because imagine that shot of, like, them doing the puppet thing and then Chris Rock and the other dude is like, goodbye, and then just slam the fucking door. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've been a much better movie to see... I don't know. It, 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 just, it just sucks because I feel like we lost something a right. little bit. Like, they wanted to talk about it, but then they didn't. And that feels like a cop-out to me. Ah, you get it? They, they actually just seemingly only wanted to talk about corrupt cops in a vacuum of what is a corrupt, like a cop, cops being corrupt, instead instead yeah. of bringing in the race element. Because it's, because had they brought in the race element, like, like Chris Rock would have then gone on like a, 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 a had a huge monologue about like, you know, you're covering up for all this. You're just as bad as, you know, and then he would brought up Trayvon Martin. He would have brought up, you know what I mean? Like he would have just brought yeah. up these other, or, or within this world, if this is like a different New York city, right. You know, he would have brought yeah. up other examples of things like that, but they like, didn't talk about race at all. Nah, nah, they didn't. And in that sense of it too, it makes it a little bit, it makes the last image feel a little dirtier because you're like, well, you weren't really talking about race at all. And now you're just using this image to yeah. evoke something yep. without actually touching on these issues in, in any meaningful way. And so that feels, that feels like, it feels a little dirty, especially, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. It's yeah. like, you're just using it you know, as like a punchline, even though it doesn't seem like this movie necessarily cares about race. And you're talking no. about corrupt cops, but you're not talking about the racial component of it at all. You know, um, he's also like very clearly strapped to 
weird machinery. Like what? Like, like I know he had something in his hand and it was raised, but he's, we all, we all see the strings he's attached to. Yeah. And everyone, well, I guess particularly this SWAT team that's, that's converging on someone firing may not think it's connected to the, to the jigsaw of it all. Right. We're, we're supposed to think that they're just a random SWAT team. Right. But like, I think the, they are, right? The whole yeah. SWAT team showed up. The whole team showed up for, for just a guy. If the point of this last image is a black man with a gun gets riddled by p- police on the, in the, in the phone call, he doesn't even say there's a black man with a gun going crazy. Right. Like he just says there's a man shooting. I don't know. It's weird. It's weird. I generally like where the movie goes, but I thought that the ending could have could have there were there were some there were other adjustments they could have made to the ending too. And and for for the reason of this sort of being a little bit lackluster. The writers know and the directors know that the audience is going to think about a black man getting shot mm. by cops because he's lifting up a gun. Yeah. But the in the in the universe of the movie, the race element isn't there. At all. You know, that's what I'm at all. So that's what I'm that's the thing. It's like they're using that image, knowing what it means, but also not but also can be like, well, we're not really talking about race. It's just, you know, it's just about cops, like mm-hmm. bad cops and how cops like to shoot first. It's really race doesn't have anything to do with it, even though, of course, it does. You know, yeah. it's not the same if the person if Samuel Jackson isn't black you know what i mean like if that's a white cop raising a gun it's like it still works technically but the image isn't as provocative which they definitely wanted it to be because that's how he dies all the other people died in other ways no but you're right it's weird because it's because yeah because you're right because that makes it racial but then we don't talk about it the whole movie so it feels like why but also this whole movie and also if it is racial it makes me even more mad because what you're saying without saying it is Instead of having that be like uh, uh, a white guy or or blonde white woman, the black dude is the big bad of this whole thing. The black dude, literally, if I'm, if well, I'm he thinking was, about it, but in he that was way, the big. He was but, the big but that's, bad. That's my like, problem. Like he was though. the big bad but, of the whole. That's why what I mean. What I mean by I like the ending. Right. Like I like, I like that we see a pig cop marionette raise a gun and then be shot. And then we see like that, because essentially these these people that have been being killed and and like pushed aside have all been manipulated. The the the, pu- the public have all been manipulated by Samuel L. Jackson, right? <laughs> like essentially under Article Eight, they were going around and like legally mowing down innocent people in order to protect the sanctity of you know, of the NYPD or, 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 or whatever. So what I like about the ending is like, now he's his puppet, you know, like, I like that. But in terms of like, <laughs> in terms of like all of the, the, when you, when you start thinking about the race element of it and how the movie is using it, that's when it starts getting dicey to me. Like, had it been a different, like, had right. it been a cop of a different race, <laughs> I would have been like, oh, yeah, this is great. You know, like, oh, okay, all right. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. But you then start thinking about too much, too much. But like, yes, like the whole movie, 
the big bad has been this this corrupt black cop that's been sort of always brushing things under the you you could have you could have flipped Samuel Jackson and the head of the department probably that's probably the only potential flip you could have been because of the personal connection that's why he that's also why he's last right like there's this sort of See, deep but that, but personal connection. I that, guess, no, you're totally right, but I didn't think about it until like Braylock said it. This is, that last trap is clearly like a racial trap. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a black dude getting mowed down. Um, my thing is if you're going to do that, I think now thinking about it, if we're really dissecting it, what bothers me is, is that that big bad is a black dude and is being taken down by an aggrieved white boy. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I don't, if you're going to do the race thing, that's fine, but then just do it all the way. Have Chris Rock deal with the fact that like these cops are white and corrupt. Like have him literally deal with the fact that like his dad is corrupt. But then also like, I think Black's right. Like we didn't really get into it. We really didn't address it. So you had this black dude die at the end and I guess was innocent and got shot by like his own people. But it didn't need to be that black dude. Like to me, you could like, even though I get it, James, they're related, but it's like you could have had, you could have had like somebody over Sam Jackson. You could have, you could have literally had the white dude that we've seen oppress black people for decades. It could, they could have flipped him and the head of the department. I think that I think they could have done that. I still think it would have been better if Sam would have been the bad guy. Like you know what I mean? Anyway, but I mean, well, that wouldn't have made any sense. Yeah, it makes though. it what, makes what, less sense. Why, it, why was he? Why would he be killing these other cops? If Sam Jackson was a bad guy, he could have been aggrieved of decades long of like when he was black and and as a cop. Black cops was getting harassed until like the nineties, so like he had to have been doing that. If he was a quote unquote good cop and had to deal with the paperwork, had to cover up these cops that he knew were bad, and there was nothing he could do about it, he could have had decade longs of aggrievement. His son almost was killed because yeah. one of those corrupt cops he couldn't get rid of didn't protect him and didn't have his back, and he was right there. So, like, he could have... It could have been his way of finally giving justice because, like... Yeah. Say, say, oh, here we go, here we go, here we go. The whole thing with Saul is Jigsaw had cancer and was dying anyway, and his whole thing was some of these people had to really figure out, like, what life was, whether they wanted to live and he gave him a choice. Are they going to live or die? Sam Jackson could have been a person that say, like, I don't know, he could have had something that was killing him. And he's like, before I go, I want to dole out justice in a way that, like, I never had an opportunity to. Because he was aggrieved. I, I, don't, I, I don't know. It didn't need to be that little white kid. That's yeah, all. <laughs> it could be what James was saying. If, if, if Samuel Jackson was the, was the chief, the police chief, like the current police chief, and at the end, we find out he's been doing all this. And Chris Rock's like, why? Like, you're the ch police chief. Like, you could have just fired these people if they're corrupt. And he was like, I, I couldn't. Be, and this is my whole thing is that I thought I could change it once I got to this position. And I realized I couldn't change it at all. And the only way to change it is to eliminate these people. Like, that's the only, it's, violence is the only thing that they know. And that's the only way that you'll ever solve it, you know? You know, it's like you could have made him the big bad. And that, again, that would have been way more interesting because uh, it would have also been more about race than this movie really is. Mm -hmm. This movie is like about like this movie wants 
is using the images and what they know the audience is going to think about race-wise without ever actually having to touch it and ever really getting into it so that they can kind of acquit themselves of like any like if somebody was like oh this was about race they could be like no no it wasn't yeah yeah when did we talk when did we talk that's what that's what you're thinking you know and it's like well f you <laughs> like yeah you're right you, bro. Had, you know you're the last cop like i thought like i thought samuel jackson when they cut the door open was just going to be pulled like ripped apart limb from limb like same, same. you know like that's what i just that he had all crazy. these things and i was like oh man we're about to see like one of the most gruesome deaths ever that it was going to release something that like crushed him that's what I, that was what i was thinking might happen like as soon as it snaps the thing like a giant cinder block like comes down and like completely flattens him right but when the gun comes out it's like oh wow and then you're like goodness like it's such a it's like for him to face it because he's a black man it feels it does feel weird it feels like because then it's like not even that it's not even that satisfying because you're like yes in the nature in the in like this the in the story that the movie's telling Samuel Jackson is the big bad because he was the one who was the most corrupt, I guess, because he was in charge of everything. Mm -hmm. It still feels like, okay, but how are you going to eliminate, like, now you're just trying to make it seem like, well, police are just, police are, all police are corrupt, black, white, whatever, and race has nothing to do with it. It's just bad cops versus good cops. And you're like, okay, but race has a lot to do with it. (laughs) You know, like, and and so to, to talk about police corruption without talking about race feels uh like i don't know it feels weak <laughs> um so i don't know like that like i said the elements of this movie there's something there's there's a lot of interesting something to it the saw aspect of it is kind of unnecessary and maybe takes away but even but even so like they could have still done it within the Saw universe and still made it, I think, a stronger film. That said, like I said, this movie does more than most horror movies do because most horror movies don't even try to do anything. They're just... Violent. I feel violent. like most of these Saw films are just... It's just this. It's just this without anything interesting <laughs> that you want to see more of. It's just... Also, why was it in May? Why did it come out in May and not Halloween? Like, the songs come out at Halloween. I mean, horror films all... The heat, the heat wave. They wanted us to... They wanted us to... Not every song came out in Halloween. Oh, oh, really? I thought they all came out Halloween. But also, the movie is a summer movie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like It takes yeah, place yeah. in the summer. We're, like, dealing with... All right, well... Yeah, I, I think it's, like, horror films that think they're not going to do great will come out Halloween because it's, like, a lot of competition. You know? They should have. They should have did February, yeah. January. That's that's the new dumping month move. That's like, hey, we got a movie that probably would. That's be true. Good. February is a is a horror. February month, March horror month for sure. Um, no man, but you know what? See. Like, I don't even have anything to say to Hollywood for this movie because it's hard. Because I usually don't want a movie to talk about race, but this is a movie about corrupt police officers with a black lead. So it's like it felt like you needed to talk about race because you set up. You set it up that way. You set it up. We're going to talk about race. We're going to kill this big bad in a very racial way. So it's like, Hollywood, man, just, if you're going to do it, do it. You know what I'm saying? If you're going to do the thing, 
just address it. Like, just try to be as creative as possible. But also, I'm looking at who wrote this, and it was the old white writers with Chris Rock doing, like, punch-ups, I guess. Um, so I was like, yeah, maybe these guys wouldn't know what to write. Um, yeah, maybe, they, maybe they didn't know how to do it. But also, it's like, then if you don't know how to do it, should you do it? Yeah. Uh, I, 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 I don't know the answer to that question because I'm like, at that point, it's like, it, you know what it is? It, it, it feels like the, this is the thing, and maybe this is too personal, but it feels like because quote-unquote diversity is in, um, people are now trying to tell more stories with black and brown people as the forefront, but the people behind the scenes are still not a part of those communities. So it's like, they don't, know how to address the thing they're trying to profit off of because it feels like they're doing it for profit, not because like, yeah, let's tell some of these black and brown stories. It's like, oh, we only, it's better. We look better if we tell these stories, but we don't check in. Motherfuckers have to start phoning a friend. We just start that. We just start a production company that is just like, is, call it, is this racist? And that way people can call us when they have a script idea or a story point. They're like, hey, is this dumb or racist? And we can be like, yes. And have them pay us like 50 grand each time. You're welcome, fellas. You're welcome. I just put our kids through um, college. You're actually right. Every other Saw film came out in October. Yeah, why the... Man. Don't get me started. They Catwoman to Chris Rock. That's what they did. I'll just say that, like, I feel like a thing that they could have changed about the ending... Because, like, I don't know. Like, it, it felt like they were sort of setting up this thing of, like, the cop clearly was, like, only there trying to, like, help out to try to, to try to weed out corrupt cops, right? And he clearly like really looked up to Chris Rock and like really like wanted to like wanted Chris Rock to like wanted to look up to Chris Rock and like follow Chris Rock's lead. But then like Chris Rock does that whole thing where he like breaks into the to the drug dealer's place without a warrant and then like, you know, like pours alcohol on his on his wound and like, you know, like all of that stuff. And it's, like, clear, like, that he's a little uneasy with that, you know? And, like, at the time, like, fully knowing that he's the jigsaw, I was like, oh, great. Maybe this will be the reason that he turns against Chris Rock and, like, puts Chris Rock under the, you know, puts Chris Rock on, in the chain and makes him try to saw his arm off or whatever it is, right? Um, so, like, I, I thought, like, at the end they could have been, like, you know, he's like, if you don't do this, if, if you don't, go along with me i'm gonna frame i'm gonna put this on you because you're not as you're not as clean you know you're not as clean as you think you are right um mm -hmm. and then like just as like that you know and he's and he's like oh okay yeah like he's like listening to him and like just as chris rock is like going to like shoot his dad um mm -hmm. like like suddenly like a a basketball with a pig head comes flying flying out knocks the gun out of his hand it's like you said hey you don't you dare shoot your father don't don't you, don't you dare shoot your dad right now don't and, and, and steel so steel is in the saw is in is in the book of saw as well and then he's like and then and then steel is like i gotta i got a hammer i'm gonna i got a hammer i'll shoot i'll shoot it down i'll do the you know and thus and then he uses his hammer to fire on the on the spiral and then the and then that gets Samuel Jackson down, and then the and then and then he's like, and then it's then it's Steel versus 
Shank and Chris Rock because Chris Rock has now joined oh. forces with oh. Shank, you know. And so then, and so then it, like, you know, you what saying? Let him keep going like this. You're I just feel like let, that would have been this, really cool if they would. You gonna let this keep done, going? Huh? I I thought it was gonna end in a better way, but um, oh, so you yeah. were trying to help, and your mind was help. a pretty I mean, good I, ending. Well, the shooting, I mean, like the shooting, there was something to it because it was like, oh yeah, it's like kind of like he has to shoot a, a free throw. He has to. He only has one bullet. He's got to hit that target, you know. Uh, but uh it, you no, know, but whatever. that's what happened. You know, like he does it with a he does it with the hammer. Hey, bro, like um, you, you still gonna let? He does it with can the you just say the end? It with that. Can you just okay. end the yeah, podcast, the anyway. please? Uh, real quick, <laughs> also Max Mengela is his name. That's the other guy. He he. Just, just to be clear, like it, we, we call, called him white, but he's all he is he is part Asian. Um, oh, he's half he's half uh, Asian, and his yeah. and the father. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, the father looked like he was of of uh, kind of like Southeast Asian descent. So there it, it is, people like of color Southeast. versus the police. Uh, oh, in wow. The, in okay. The, in the, uh, you know, the father, his father in the movie looked like he was of Southeast Asian descent when they showed that guy. Oh, wow. Um, but, Can we look him up? Uh, let's see. Young. Oh, Emerson. Frank Lakari. Oh, there it is. Lakari. But like Frank is... Right, Frank is not just white, right? He looks like he's something. Oh, I mean, you know, he got that olive skin, so he's got the olive. I don't know. He looks like he looks like something. Okay, yeah, <laughs> he's he's something. <laughs> All right, let's admit, let's admit, Lord have mercy. <laughs> We rate and review films not based on how much we like them, but whether or not they help the cause of leading black actors in Hollywood. So if it fully helps the cause, we give it a black fist. If it somewhat helps the cause, we give it a white palm. If it didn't help the cause at all, we don't give it anything. On the count of three, we'll raise up our ratings for this movie. Viral from the Book of Saul. All right, ready? (laughs) (laughs) One, two, three. Wait, Ooh. I don't see what you, I, I gave it a fist. What did you guys I give it? I think Gerard gave it a palm. Yeah, oh. two palm. Out your palm your okay. light is very, yeah, I gave it a palm as Got well. It. Oh, wow. All right. You, you guys want to say why you gave it a palm? Uh, yeah, man, this movie was fine. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> what? It was fine. It's, it's a Saw movie. He it's said whatever. the movie was fine. That's yeah, right. but it's not based on whether we like the movie or not, Jarrah. Who did it help? Chris Rock is Chris Rock. I gave it a palm it no because... Young... I gave it a palm who, who because... Who James, who yeah, helped, James? I was just thinking about how... Right, I mean, I, I gave it I gave it a palm, too. Why are you talking... No, I was looking talking to, to, to me like that. <laughs> I was looking to you to help me out because Braylon talking about something that's not based on whether we like it. I'm like, I know. It ain't I'm going to gonna say why I gave it a palm right now. <laughs> you, start, you started yelling at me while I was saying what I gave it. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, it's Chris Rock and Samuel Jackson, so it's not like... It's, it's, it's not like the movie itself is promoting more leading Black actors, but I don't think that, like, those actors... Like black young black actors seeing those actors aren't going to be like inspired to continue working. I think because like the movie, basically a lot of this stuff we've been saying about the race commentary and lack 
they're uh, sort of sort of kind of leaving it making it a little bit more complicated of a of a of a of a message i think that because of that we i don't want to i don't want to promote like i don't want to promote the the exploitation of of black bodies you know and especially of mutilated black bodies but um but because of what because of Again, the the things that I do like about what it's putting forward, and the fact that there are black people in the lead, um, uh, that's why I get that's why I gave it a palm, but couldn't give it a full fist. Giraffe? No, it's fine. That is, is Giraffe a, said it's it, fine. It's fine. <laughs> it, didn't, it didn't help. Like if that lead, if that if that, All right. if that assistant would have been like a young black dude, I'm like, great, this nigga's in a movie. But no, it didn't help. Nope. Who did it help? I don't know. Nobody. There was that one guy. How much stuff has he been in? The other, the other corrupt cop. I don't know. I didn't recognize him from anything. But the other cop. Oh, did he wind up dying? He didn't wind up dying. Did no, he? he did. No, he, black cop. he just vanished from the movie. Uh, which is kind of weird. Yeah, he just vanished. Um, the reason I gave it a a fist is because, yes, Chris Rock is already famous, but you know he's not in a lot of movies. Um, and he's not in comedies and he wanted to do a horror film and they let him do it, you know, he's, and, um, and then also, you know, it's just like, I think it's good for people to see black actors getting to play the leads of horror films. Cause I, it just, it doesn't happen as often as I feel like it's like, why doesn't it, I don't know. But I get what you guys are saying. That other actor's name is Casey Collins, and he has a very illustrious career. All right. Well, that's Spiral from the Book of Saw. Thank you guys for listening to the podcast. You could uh, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at blackmanpodcast.com. We have a show this week. Yes. Right? Yep. Thursday, 7 p.m. If you live in Los Angeles, it's at the Comedy Nook please come on out. We're going to have a great lineup. We'll put it on our website, blackmanpodcast.com uh, is our website. You'll find links to our merchandise. You'll find links to a defunct Patreon. No new episodes there, but we do have a year's worth of episodes. So if you feel like paying us $5 a month, you'll get access to those and then you can unsubscribe whenever you like. Also, if you rate and review us on iTunes and give us five stars, uh, we will read your reviews on the air I'll read one now. This one is from I'm That Dude Too Smooth. Hey. I don't think I read this one. <laughs> I'm That Dude Too Smooth. <laughs> this one, it says, cool. This podcast is very entertaining. And as comedic actors, I have noticed that it is very hard for comedic actors to make a good movie and be celebrated for it. For example, Eddie Murphy, Adam Sandler, Kevin Hart, just to name a few, all make very funny blockbuster films. But if they try to go for that Oscar, I can't read. I can't read the rest of it because iTunes is doing that weird thing where it's not showing me the whole thing. Dang! Oh, I'm sorry. What a swindle! Where, where was it going? Wow! What a swindle! That Man, that's messed up. No. iTunes wow. is messed up for that. Thank you. I'm that dude too smooth. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was a beautiful message. <laughs> all i see is if they go for that oscar worthy film they and then it cuts out oh it was gonna be good i could feel it it was gonna be a good one it was gonna be a good it was message gonna be good wasn't it yep i felt it 
All right. Anyway, thank you so much for listening. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Forever. Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Produced by Melissa D. Bonds. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. To listen to this podcast ad-free, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcast.com slash plus. Check out video clips of our podcast on YouTube at youtube.com slash foreverdogteam. And make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at foreverdogteam to keep up with all the latest Forever Dog news. Ow!